That was Royalty Free Music by Seth. Uh, what's up? My name, obviously, as you've just heard from this Royalty Free Music, my name is Seth. This is my podcast. Don't have a name for it yet. Probably won't for a while because been thinking about it. It's really hard to come up with a good name for stuff that doesn't sound lame or try hard. So this is just going to be a test, kind of an intro type thing, tell you a little bit what I'd like to do, a little bit by myself, a little bit, you know, let you know who you're listening to. So my name is Seth. I live in Buffalo, Minnesota. Right now I'm in my basement, totally by myself. It's like midnight. It's really weird, a little bit cringy right now. Just listen to my own voice. Never done anything like this before. So the goal for this podcast, I guess, and you know, I don't really know what the definition of podcast is, but if it's just a guy sitting in a basement talking into a microphone, I guess that's what this is. So I guess it is a podcast, but you know, I have a lot of different interests. I like, you know, sports, cars, photography, videography, movies, TV shows, politics, just news in general, you know, I have a lot of interests and I know a lot of other people do too. And Although I have interest in those things, I obviously don't know nearly everything about it, or there's a lot of information I don't know. So I'd like to have somebody on once a week, at least once a week, that's the goal, who knows a lot about a certain topic, and you know, then we can discuss it, can pick their brain a little bit, and eventually, if I can actually get some viewers, you know, it's kind of hard at this point, but I'd like to have people send in emails about specific topics that they'd like to hear about, or if there's certain situations, or whatever it is. I can try to provide some more information or if there's a question I don't know anything about or whatever it is, that way I can, you know, have somebody who does know about that. But for today, I thought I would just talk about something I know about. That'd be cars. I love cars. Always have. Like working on them. I like car news, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Just anything to do with them. I love them. Uh, You know, there's a lot of big news and a lot of things have been changing in the car world if that's something you're interested in you probably have know about but you know I thought this would be an interesting topic for those of you who don't know about cars or the car world you know maybe get a little bit updated so one of the bigger things that's been happening is the car company Volvo if you don't know anything about Volvo just know they're Swedish they build really safe cars they're reliable you know it's debatable I think they're reliable I like working on them. We've had a few Volvos. I've enjoyed them. But, you know, that's for another time. They could talk about that for days. But their biggest thing is they've just announced that they're going to be going completely electric by the year 2019. And that may not sound like a huge deal, but they're the first car company to go from the combustion engine, the normal engine, all the way electric. I mean, that's a huge overhaul. It's going to be millions of millions of dollars. And, like, it's kind of a gamble. I mean, they're expecting to go from selling the the same type of car they've sold for the last, I don't know, 80 years. I don't know how long Volvo's been around. But now they're going to be switching. It's almost like an entire new generation. They're literally, they're almost becoming a brand new car company. And, I mean, it's a huge risk. You know, I'd hate to see them go out of business, you know, trying to risk it and do something different. But at the same time it's pretty obvious that that's the future you know the future is electric cars you have companies like tesla and chevy has built the the volt and the bolt neither of those i don't think have really sold very well but it's pretty clear that everything's going electric you know and i think they're trying to get the jump on it because i don't think anybody's really known volvo as being the exciting car brand you know they've always just been the slow 
safe. They always were, they really boxy for the longest time. They kind of got away from that in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. But all the newer models are kind of going back to it. They're getting squared again, which I don't mind too much. I mean, they look really nice. But I think it's just interesting that they'd be the first company to go for it. You know, they don't seem like a risk-taking company, but I guess, you know, they have to do what they have to do. You know, maybe Tesla's putting the squeeze on them. And I actually just read a little bit ago that Maserati is planning on doing the same thing. I don't know the timeline. I don't know when they're planning on doing that, but they're also planning on going fully electric. And I think that'll be kind of interesting, too, because, I mean, they're definitely a different car company than Volvo. You know, Volvo builds safe cars for families. Maserati builds high-end supercar slash just high-end luxury cars with big engines. So I think they'll be the first then of that kind to build fully electric. I don't know if you can really call them supercars, just high-end luxury cars. I know you have the hybrids. You have the McLaren P1, uh, Porsche 918, and uh, what's the other one? There's another car. Oh, Ferrari LaFerrari, where they... They're hybrids. They have the electric motors, but they also have, you know, just regular combustion engines. I don't know the configurations of those ones. I don't know if it's fully electric, and then they use the engine to charge the batteries. I, you know, I'm not 100% on that one, but so they've been doing that, and uh, but that'll be interesting to see how they do that. You know, big thing in the UK right now is happening is they're trying to pass a they're trying to pass a few laws. I know I don't know a whole lot about them. You know, I don't live in the United Kingdom, so I'm not totally up to date on what's happening there. But I know they want to change a few laws, and, you know, I think they want to add a few. And from what I've read, people are definitely not happy about them. I don't fully understand them, but I know one of them is a uh, driver's tax, where, from what I've read, it sounds like basically people who drive more and use the roadway more will end up having to pay more in taxes because they use, I guess, I don't know if it's because they're putting more emissions into the air, whatever it is, they're causing more damage to the earth or it has to do with the road because they're using it more. I don't, I don't fully understand that. I don't know how far along that is. You know, it could be in the totally early stages. Uh, but, and then they're also doing a ban on just engines in general. I think they said by something like 2030 or 2040, they want to ban all diesel and regular motor cars in the cities to cut down on gases coming out and destroying the earth. So in a way, I guess I do understand why maybe they'd want to do these things, but at the same time, I it just it seems ridiculous to me. At least the the tax about the driver's tax, like that seems ridiculous to me. If they need more money for the roadways or there's more, you know, they just need more money from the taxpayers. I feel like there's a different way to go around this instead of taxing somebody for something that everybody does. I mean, that's just, it's ridiculous. It's literally like taxing somebody for going to Walmart or something. There's no way around it for most people. Like, even if yet maybe they want more people to take the buses or just the public railway systems, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, it seems like there'd be a better way around it. So what I just read was, uh, this is from the New York Times, so it's probably pretty official that uh, London or the UK is doing the same thing as France where they're putting a, the squeeze on car companies to start building electric cars because of climate change. So they're literally, by 2040, they want to put a ban on diesel and uh, gas cars. So I don't know if that would be a ban on building them there 
or if that would be a total ban on driving them and you know in total and i think now i get what they're trying to do they're trying to stop climate change or whatever but that's that's almost a ridiculous thing so by 2040 there's a hundred years worth of cars that have been built i know obviously like volvo's doing this in the next few years and maserati and bmw is coming out with a uh, electric version of the mini cooper in the uk to you know to combat this but it seems insane to me that they would basically ban the last hundred years of cars i don't know if there's going to be a special you know maybe you can get more catalytic converters or just some way to cut down emissions but i don't know how they're going to do that i mean that's crazy that's insane especially for the people like me who really enjoy driving like that's literally just taking away a huge privilege but i mean i really i don't know I 2040 that's a long way away that's 23 years away so a lot could change from them uh, a lot more things could come out about climate change uh, I'm not going to say I'm a climate change denier I'm not going to say I'm a you know huge climate change believer I guess I'm indifferent about it I haven't I mean it might sound a little arrogant to say like I'm not interested in it but I I don't know I really I'm just not interested in it doesn't it's not something that I'm actively worrying about but I a lot more information about it could come out things could change but at this rate it volvo if they're doing this and bmw seems to be like i said for the mini they're switching it up there it's not going to be long until more companies do the same thing uh like for tesla so they obviously they have the model s they have the model x now they have the model 3 that just came out or as i'm recording this it, they just released the first set of them that they built a few days ago I mean, they're really, I don't know how expensive the Volvos are going to be, you know, right now Volvo builds semi-expensive cars, but the goal for Tesla, what they're doing with the Model 3 is they're they're allowing people who don't have a whole lot of money, I mean, $35,000, that's going to be the base price of the Model 3, that's still a lot of money, but for an electric car that has a mile, a uh, range of 200 miles, I mean, that's not bad, that's, that's better than the Nissan Leaf, and the Nissan Leaf, I think believe costs around the same but the, the tesla looks way nicer but i mean they're building a car for thirty five thousand dollars fully electric that can bring you 200 miles and then they're going to come in they're coming out with an extended version where i think it goes 310 miles will be the range i don't know how much that one's going to cost i'm sure it'll be more but that's just now i mean at this rate i think they said they can only build about five thousand between now and October, something like that, they're uh, they're currently building a gigafactory in the Nevada desert. It's gonna be huge. I'd, it's like a couple million square feet. It's ginormous. But until then, they can only make so many. I mean, they're definitely they're doing something. I mean, they're doing what they can. And like from the interviews I've seen with Elon Musk, the you know CEO, creator of Tesla. I'm sure there was other people creating it with him, but I mean, he's the face of Tesla. But the whole goal with the Model S and the Model X, I mean, these are $100,000 cars. They're insanely fast if you get the right, you know, configurations of them. I mean, you got the instant torque from the electric motor. But the goal was never to consistently build these super expensive cars that only, you know, the elite, I guess, could buy. The goal was just to build those just so they can get a following. They can get people who know about them so they can build these cheap cars that anybody can have. I mean, and that's what the problem with a lot of these laws that I feel like are passing in the UK, they don't, the government maybe doesn't realize, like, how can you, 
you're basically forcing every single person to sell what they've owned and try to buy an electric car. I mean, at this rate, you know, you can't even get the Model 3 until next, probably next winter if you, you know, didn't pre-order it. They have something like 700,000 pre-orders. I mean, it's going to take them forever to fill those. So if the government passes a law that forces you to drive an electric car, but there's no company building them for less than 50 grand, I mean, what what are you going to do? There's not a whole lot of options for you. And that's what Tesla, I think, is trying to do. They're trying to build a car that is fully electric that, you know, anybody can buy. Well, <laughs> I mean, I can't buy it. I don't, you know, not anybody, but a more general public. And I mean, by 2040, I'm sure there'll be more companies like, like I said, Volvo. So they're going full electric. Maserati's doing it. They're going to be the one for the high end people who can afford the still the $200,000 fully electric cars, you know, but it still says Maserati on it. But, you know, enough about electric cars. Thought I'd move on a little bit. Something a little more exciting. Uh, obviously, again, if you're in the car world, you obviously know about the Dodge Demon. Uh, for those of you who don't know about it, they've basically taken Dodge Challenger, kind of took the Hellcat, supposedly it's a different engine, uh, I don't know, I mean maybe it's the same supercharger, it's very similar, so it's just a Challenger, but souped up, has 800 and something horsepower, has 0 to 60 of 2.3 seconds, uh, you know, the different reports, I think Dodge originally had said 2.1 seconds, which that's insane. That's an insane, like, that's crazy. But it's basically a street legal drag racing car. I mean, and that's crazy. That's like, literally the tires they have on it were too wide for the Dodge assembly line. They literally would not fit on there. They were insane. They're the widest you they can legally build, and they're the thinnest tread. They're the least amount of tread closest to drag radials that they could possibly build you know and still be within the law you know okay so the 0 to 60 2.1 seconds or 2.3 seconds depending on you know the report and a quarter mile is sub 10 seconds I believe it that from different reports again anywhere from 9.4 to 9.8 seconds and that's crazy amount of time like that's in that's literally under a hundred thousand dollars the msrp of this car is like eighty five thousand dollars so there's no other car on the planet that's being built right now that you can get that is has that fast of a time i mean the bugatti veyron two point something million dollars i don't think it had that fast of a zero to 60 and that's all-wheel drive it's a w16 engine quad turbo or whatever and that's over two million dollars I mean, yeah, obviously that's a status symbol. At the end of the day, you have a Dodge Demon. It's still a Dodge. It's still an American car, but I don't think anybody who's driving those is really going to mind. So obviously they're building just a limited number of those. I believe they're building 1,300 for America, 300 for Canada, which that definitely blows. I mean, they're not going to flood the market, but it kind of puts a lot of people out. I know right now they came out with a report saying that to all the dealerships who actually sell the car at the MSRP will actually they'll get a reward they'll get an uh, I don't know if they'll get special offers to get better cars from Dodge or if they're put on some list or something but they're basically giving them incentive to sell it at the price that Dodge wants them to because I remember when the Hellcat came out it was so popular that car companies or the dealerships were literally selling them for over a hundred thousand dollars and I think the MSRP is somewhere around 70 something like that 70,000 
So what was happening is Dodge got super mad. They cut production. They they had built too many. The, they're flooding. They they flooded the market. So they quit production. Then they kind of yelled at all the dealerships that did that. Like you know that's not cool. You know you're selling our car for forty thousand dollars more than we want you to. So once they got back to that, they started production up again. They I don't know if they're still building it. That was 2015, I think, when that was happening. Now it's 2017 now. Now they got the Demon. I don't know if it really makes sense to sell the Demon and the Hellcat. But I think now with Dodge is doing, they're trying to give the incentive to keep it at what they want. They want the $85,000 mark. They don't want it to be over $100,000. Because I think, you know, when they build cars like this, when car companies build these supercars, when, you know, Ford builds the GT, uh... I guess Chevy has the Corvette. You know, they're coming out. They want to do the mid-engine here in a few years. The reason they build these cars is to really just show off the technology. Like, you know, the Lexus LFA. That car is insane. I'm not, again, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm not a fan of Asian cars. I just don't like them. To me, they're difficult to work on. But that's besides the point. The Lexus LFA, literally, they were selling it for $350,000, and it cost them more to build it. They were they cost them more, around $450,000 to build it, but they, they, they were never making a profit off of it. But the whole point was to show everybody, this is what we can do. This is the technology we get, and when you're buying our lower-end cars, you're getting a piece of this. But the difference is, you know, that's a $350,000 car. The Ford GT, they're doing the same thing. That's a $300,000 car or maybe even $400,000. i am not totally sure. It's an expensive car. But then Dodge builds the Demon faster than both of those, by the way. And it, they're showing their, you know, the technology they have, the ability to build a car like this. But it's under $100,000. You know, like, obviously, that's still a lot of money. It's still, <laughs> that's an insane amount of money. But... They're doing something that no other car company really is doing. And I think that's pretty cool. Like, they're building... It's, it's I mean, it's crazy that they're building something like that. It doesn't have any practical usage. I mean, the only point of owning a car like that is to do stoplight races. Or I guess you can bring it to the drag race. But, I mean, even then, now they're saying the NHRA, the National Hot Rod Association, is saying that the class that the car would be in, which is just street class, basically people bringing their cars off the the whatever just regular old cars it can't race in that class it's too fast which makes sense i mean it can literally do wheelies you can lift the front of the car off the ground so i don't know what the classification is now if you bring it to a drag strip if they force you to put a roll cage so you can be in a stock class or whatever it is but i mean that's crazy to me and i think that's pretty cool uh you know there's i feel like we've covered most of the new the news coming out about car companies obviously there's stuff that happened a few years ago but you know, it's not really worth mentioning, you know, the diesel gate with Volkswagen and Audi and a little bit of Porsche, I think, was involved in that, too. But, you know, there's... It's pretty interesting, I think, the whole electric cars. I I get the... You know, we've talked about it. I get the whole climate change, trying to save the Earth. I get that. But I feel like, for a lot of people, the point of cars isn't to you know, it's not just a mean of transport. Like, for me, it's not just, you know, a thing that gets me from point A to point B. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's the way people, you know, they their entire lives will revolve around this single thing. I mean, these things that are, when you, you know, boils down, I mean, they're pretty simple contraptions, but they're some of the largest companies in the world, and other companies, the largest companies in the world exist because of these companies. You know, if... 
Freaking Ben's way back in the 1800s had it made his little three-wheeled motor vehicle. Think about all the other companies that wouldn't exist. We wouldn't have oil companies. Uh, I'm sure train companies would be different. Uh, like the transportation would be different. Maybe planes would be different. You know, it's it's really it's crazy. And you know, the entire world basically revolves around these things. And if you if you look at like there's car meets, people go. You know, they meet up whatever once a month in a walmart parking lot and all the tv shows that have been created all the movies the fast and furious franchise billions literally trillions of dollars because of that guy's idea in the 1800s mercedes idea like he created something i'm sure he had no idea how big it would be but because of his single idea trillion upon trillions of dollars have been spent like if you add up the oil companies, the car companies, the movies, the TV shows, the advertising, like it, it, they're insane. And I don't know, like I've never even thought about that, but like it really is crazy to think our entire world basically is revolving around these four wheeled machines, which I think is pretty cool. I'm glad they do because I really, I really like cars. Uh, you know what? I think that's uh, I think that'll, I think that'll wrap it up. Obviously, there's a lot more to talk about cars wise and I you know it's kind of hard to just sit here in my basement by myself it's a little bit weird but I could talk about cars forever you know maybe in the future if there's some more quests people want to hear about a certain topic or I don't know maybe I'll get back to it but uh next week I'm gonna try to have my friend on he knows a lot about video editing and uh he does he's a youtuber so he knows a lot about the youtube algorithms which if you don't know about those, they're really interesting. So that's the goal. Not a guarantee, but we'll see. Uh, well, thanks. Thanks for listening.